Happy birthday! That had brought Frosty to life. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Black Case Diaries podcast. Oh yeah! Yeah, so um, it's cold and we're outside. (laughs) (laughs) What? Yeah, we thought it'd be fun to celebrate our one year anniversary. Hooray! Yay! Claps claps for us, right? Claps. Yeah. Uh, so we, we thought it'd be fun to celebrate by going outside and because it had just snowed here in Ohio and we're doing an episode about Frosty the Snowman. Yay! Yeah, so this is a special little briefcase and we chose Frosty because we, we asked our patrons and Instagram followers what we should talk about mm-hmm. and they chose Frosty. Yep. So that's why we're out here in the cold. So why the heck not? <laughs> this is your fault. Yeah. <laughs> gotten gotten to character because of you. Okay? Yeah. Because you pay us. <laughs> <laughs> but at least it's pretty out here. It's very pretty. Yeah. yeah the lights of, are gone. Yeah, Christmas lights and, and stuff like that. Some snow on the ground. It's pretty great. Nice, yeah. nice. Yeah. So we're going to talk a little bit about Frosty the Snowman, and we're also going to talk about the fact that it's our one-year anniversary. Yeah. So you guys ready? Let's do it. Oh, yeah. All right. So in December of 2018, one year ago, our show premiered with an episode about the many versions of A Christmas Carol. Do you guys remember? Yeah. Yeah. 87 different versions of that movie. (laughs) So many. Yeah. It was a short episode. I think it was only about 35 minutes long. Yeah. Yeah. It was really short. And uh, we recorded it on one microphone, just like how we're doing right now. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Bringing it back. In Robin's living room. Yeah. In my, my old apartment. Mm-hmm. I live in a house now. Yeah. We did the, we made the silly mistake of <laughs> put it, plugging the microphone into the H4 and then sitting on the couch like quite a bit away from that <laughs> microphone and uh it was great <laughs> go listen to yeah. it for reference if you wonder yep. yeah. if you wonder how that sounds um, a much simpler time <laughs> yeah yeah oh my gosh back then we did our research an hour before recording <laughs> and uh, there was no drink of the week oh what a sad time <laughs> <laughs> quick on the spot what would your drink of the week be for a christmas carol Oh, oh my gosh, yeah, please, no. Uh, I mean, something with probably rosemary and cranberries. Uh, the Jacob Marley. Maybe. Yeah, oh yeah, the there Jacob Marley. Something like that. Boom. <laughs> right there. That's how, that's how good she is, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> now our episodes are longer. Yeah, they're much longer. You're welcome, Robin. Yeah. <laughs> we each have our own mics. Our research is done days ahead, and we record in a small room that we call a studio. It's really not a studio. It's just a room. It's it's just a little <laughs> tiny bedroom <laughs> we record in. You know what? It, it, it's all the same to us. Yeah, yep. it really does the job. Yeah. Yep. Christmas is a crazy time for all of us, so we have decided to close out 2019 with a very special Black Case Diaries Christmas briefcase. So Merry freaking Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Well, that's probably <laughs> that copyright. <laughs> oh, oh. Oh. So we're just going to go ahead and start with a little bit of history for Frosty, and then we'll just go from there. Yay. Let's do it. In 1949, a country singer, country singer Gene Autry had a number one hit at Christmas. It was a song written by Johnny Marks and based on a story called Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Wait, Robin, that's not the same movie we're <laughs> yeah. talking about. It's not. No. Switching gears. What? <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, we're not talking about that, so forget about it. <laughs> One year later, Jack Rollins and Steve Nelson came up with a new holiday song and sent and sent it to Gene Autry, who was hoping for another Christmas hit. Not sure if Autry would take the song, they also brought a backup to sell him. The backup was called Here Comes Peter Cottontail. Wow. <laughs> Interesting. Pretty good backup. Yeah. Because that one is also now. <laughs> yeah. Can't wait for the Easter brief. Yeah. <laughs> At least it'll be warm outside. That's, well, it's Ohio. Oh, yeah. It might it not is. be. I feel like it is usually it'll cold on a, Easter a here. A torrential downpour is what it'll be. Yeah. Yep. Oh, nice rain sound effects. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The new song was called Frosty the Snowman. Autry's version made the top 40 in 1950, but was never quite as as successful as Rudolph. It did well, though, as covers by Nat King Cole and Guy Lombardo soon followed. So in 1950, one year after Rudolph, Gene Autry, the same singer, sings a new song, Frost of the Snowman. It has a whole new premise. It's like, This is like a a strange time that we could never imagine when new Christmas songs are coming out. (laughs) What's that like? (laughs) I have no idea. (laughs) I was actually blown away once when I was watching The Help with my dad and they played The Little Drummer Boy. Uh And The Help takes place in the 1960s. And my dad said, oh yeah, I remember when that song came out. (laughs) And I said, what? (laughs) What? That song has always existed. You've been alive for new Christmas? (laughs) I think the only one I remember that's probably new is that Christmas shoes that like makes you want to cry. Or uh, all I want for Christmas is you. Yeah. That's another one. Yeah. So not a good time for new ones. (laughs) I guess it counts at the very least. Uh. Frosty became a character on merchandise and parades and even in a little golden book. That's a big deal, everybody. Yeah. It's going to last forever. I mean, it's gold. (laughs) That's that's, that's what it is. (laughs) I found many sources that speculated that Frosty was based on a snowman that appeared in a children's book five years before the song. So this is actually kind of scandalous. Some people think that maybe they stole the idea. Controversy. Yeah, but... The book was Snowy, the Traveling Snowman by nope. Ruth Berman. Not even as cool. <laughs> <laughs> the book features a snowman with coal eyes, a silk hat, and a yellow, possibly corn cob, pipe. Oh. He sings and dances with the children of the town and at the end promises to return. One of the biggest similarities to the song is that Snowy makes the sound bumpity bump bump while Frosty goes thumpity thump thump. Oh no, maybe it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the nail oh, in the coffin. No. Yeah. Yep. Uh, pe- yep. Yeah, people are like, yeah, I, I was reading one, one reviewer and they said, I don't know about you, but if I wanted to write bumpity bump bump but couldn't write bumpity bump bump, I'd write thumpity thump thump. I feel like that's really close. I mean, I don't see any other option. Oh my gosh. You don't want to use an H. (laughs) (laughs) They did. They just, you know, added a T. (laughs) Many people also believe that the song takes place in Armonk, New York, a town that one of the songwriters, Steve Nelson, lived in. Every year, in the t- every year, the town celebrates Frosty Day. According to the Frosty Day website, Nelson's widow confirmed that the song was written in the town. They uh, even think that the traffic cop was based off of a real person. Nice. Aww. Yeah. 
Yeah, they they really believe it. They're like, this, it's our time. Excuse me. Got some giggles. Yeah. yeah. We're just so funny. <laughs> I know. The whole town we, got, <sighs> we got an audience. Yeah, it's cool. Come on over. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a live taping. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. <laughs> oh, God. Can you imagine? <laughs> We started to get we get we put out a little hat. People put some money in. Yeah. <laughs> we'll record. We'll podcast for money. <laughs> I mean, that's what we're doing. <laughs> yeah, technically, we're professionals, guys. No. Patty Fenwick, the step granddaughter of Jack Rollins, inspired him to write the, write the song. According to the story, when Patty was a young girl, she was excited to build the first snowman of the season. The snow melted overnight, and Patty was distraught to find that the snowman was gone. Her grandpa said to her, "Please don't cry. I promise you that he will be back someday soon." Said goodbye. Said, "Don't you cry." I'll be back again someday. Yeah, you get it. You get it. It's pretty, pretty close. Pretty close. When Rowans told his songwriting partner about the story, they created Frosty the Snowman. So their story is that they based it off of. This story they came up with because of his granddaughter. So there. <laughs> it's not, yeah, well, you know. It might have been influenced. Maybe it yeah. was indirectly influenced. Yeah. You know, like they didn't yeah. realize they were being influenced. I mean, just leave out the thumpity thump. Yeah. <laughs> I think you would have been more okay. <laughs> it's like that school child that, like, you know, writes a report or something. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, no, Can I copy all... your, it's that meme that's going around. Can I copy your homework? Yeah, just make sure you change it enough to where... They don't get caught. <laughs> but it's like exa- almost exactly the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> the song was covered by so many artists that we are not going to spend time naming them all. <laughs> Some of them include J- Jimmy Durante, Bing Crosby, Ella Fitzgerald, Fats Domino, Perry Como, The Jackson 5, and Loretta Lynn. And that's only scratching the surface. Really, yeah. so many people have covered this. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, that's what's happening. We were just talking about how nobody comes up with new Christmas mm-hmm. songs anymore. Nobody bothers. Yeah. They all just do the same one. <laughs> yeah. And then when some person does come out with one new Christmas song, it's either All I Want for Christmas is You, where it's huge, and now they play it every year, or the other one that I've forgotten yeah. that people forget. Yeah. <laughs> nobody cares. Yeah. <laughs> oh. And they just play Frosty. <laughs> In 1954, the United Productions of America produced a three-minute animated short put to the song Frosty the Snowman. It was directed by Robert Cannon and was filmed in black and white. UPA is also known for creating Mr. Magoo, so if you watch it, you'll notice that the animation looks very similar. It is spot on. Yeah, it's very close to Mr. Magoo's Mm -hmm. Christmas Carol. Yeah, we just watched Mr. Magoo, so yeah, yeah we did. So it's, it's got those hard outlines and very simplified characters with like super cute noses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah the noses are cute. <laughs> the uh, the shapes are very defined, um, and they don't have to do too much movement to get you know to get uh, emotion out of the character. So it's pretty great. Yeah. yeah. In 1969, almost 20 years after the world first met Frosty, Arthur Rankin and Jules Bass created an animated Christmas special about the snowman. Ta-da! Written by Romeo Moeller, the same person that adapted the story for Rudolph, wrote the animated special. There you go. Aww. There's like a set number of Christmas specials that everybody re- remembers. A lot, you know, the stop-motion ones like Rudolph 
and um, Santa Claus is coming to town, stuff like that. We talked about Charlie Brown, mm-hmm. um, and this one just fits right in there. So it makes sense that all the same people were involved, you know? Yeah. Everybody just, th- these people just understand how to make a good Christmas special. <laughs> the characters were created by Paul Coker Jr., who was a greeting card artist and illustrator for Mad Magazine. The animation style is very different from Rudolph. And Rankin and Bass reportedly wanted something that looked more like a greeting card for Frosty uh-huh. I think they did a great job. Yeah, I think so too. Just like Rudolph, the animation was produced in Japan. <laughs> nice. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, there's a train. Did you hear that? I did not. I heard a brain. I do like, I do like ca- capturing the noise of the train. Mm-hmm. It's like the Polar Express. <laughs> Except uh, that sounds like a diesel locomotive. <laughs> okay, way, way to polar. go, way to ruin it, Adam. Come on, <laughs> that was really funny. <laughs> Except that sounds like a diesel locomotive. <laughs> oh, taking away our the magic. Polar Express is a steam engine. Everybody knows. <laughs> okay. Oh my God! All right. <laughs> the special star Jimmy Durante an actor and singer that had covered the song years earlier. He re-recorded his version for the special since it had slightly different lyrics. The, do you guys know what the change was? I, I don't. I cannot recall. So in the original song, he says, he waved goodbye, saying, don't you cry, I'll be back again someday. Uh-huh. But in the special, he says, you know, wave goodbye, saying, don't you cry, I'll be back on Christmas Day. Uh-huh. Because the song had no mention of Christmas. And they changed that lyric so that the special could be a Christmas special. Uh-huh. Otherwise, it has no connection to Christmas at all. Yeah, it's just a just a s- song in the snow. I think no. I think they could have gotten away with it being like a winter special, and it wouldn't have mattered. But yeah, sure. I guess if they needed Santa, but Christmas. End. Yeah, <laughs> it's the only important thing about this season. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I read a lot that this was Jimmy Durante's last performance. Mm-hmm. But I did also see that he was credited in a movie in 1970, which was one year later. But I'm guessing that this was really his like his last, last big, big. Oh, starring yeah. performance. Okay. He yeah he passed away in uh, I think the early 80s. Um, I think he had a stroke a few years before that. So so we're gonna talk about who's starring in the special. So we already said that Jimmy Durante starred uh, in the special, but let's talk about the rest of them. <laughs> um, Jackie Vernon. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Jackie Vernon was a well-known stand-up comic, uh, the voice of Frosty. Yay. Hooray. Happy birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday. Yes. It's kind of like our birthday. It is, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Guys, we share the we share our birthday with Frosty this morning. That's pretty, oh, my God. That's pretty great. Uh, he voiced Frosty again in Frosty's Winter Wonderland in 1976 and, and in Rudolph and Frosty's Christmas in July in 19... 19- 79. Um, what? <laughs> we were just talking about how they have, like, they're already tied together, but then they're like, no, we're going to tie it together, like, for yeah, real. Yeah, for real. Frosty and, Frosty and Rudolph are uh, canon in the same universe. <laughs> the Christmas extended universe. <laughs> uh, film and TV actor Billy DeWolf voiced Professor Hinkle, the magician, um, <laughs> who's probably, like, such a funny character. Yeah. It, it, throughout the whole thing. Um, he was known for a show called Good Morning World and The Doris Day Show. Yeah. It's pretty great. Messy, messy, messy. <laughs> 
Paul Freeze did several voices for the special, including Santa Claus. Freeze had very many voice credits to his name, including the Pillsbury Doughboy <laughs> and Uh-oh. Boris from Rocky and Bullwinkle. Yeah, he he was the original. <laughs> <laughs> what a great credit. That's all. Like, boom. That That's crazy because those are so different. Pillberry, Pillsbury Doughboy and Boris. Yeah, like, from Boris and, Boris yeah, and Natasha. Natasha. Yeah, Natasha. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. That's great. Um, though much of his voice work was uncredited, and his voice was often used to dub over or fix recordings from other actors. Yeah. That, I think, <laughs> that's like the best compliment you can get as a voice actor, even if you don't get the credit. Being the guy they call to fix everyone else is like, wow, you're really good. Yeah. I think I read a quote from him where somebody asked, do you regret your career choice? And he said, you know, sometimes it may be. But then I look in my bank account and all that regret is gone. (laughs) Wow. Props to that, man. It's wonderful. Like, I don't need to be credited as long as I get the money for it. (laughs) Exactly. Yep. Speaking of people who go uncredited, guess who's next? <laughs> June Foray. What? <laughs> um, but uh, she did the voice of Karen along with uh, additional voices as well. Uh, in later versions of the special, her voice was replaced by voices of actual children, Through the though the credits still name her. So yeah. at least she got the credit for this one. <laughs> Right? Yeah, even though they didn't even, even use her voice. Even though it's not her voice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, June. Every the, the good thing about it, though, even if she doesn't have all those credits, we all know. Yeah. We all know about it's, it. And uh, we, yeah. We've somehow accidentally made it our mission here at the Black Case Diaries <laughs> yes. for everyone to know who June Foray is. Yeah, and how many things she's done. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't know that that was our mission when we set out to do this podcast, but it's certainly turned into... It, it has. We talk about her a lot. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, June also voiced Natasha and Rocky the Squirrel from Rocky and Bullwinkle, so she and Paul Freeze probably work together often. Yeah. Which is pretty great. That's pretty much everything that we collected about Frosty the Snowman. Normally we do a lot more research, but again, this is a briefcase, mm-hmm. and we're freezing our asses off. <laughs> what also, gave it away? Yeah, and also there's lots of cars that are <laughs> driving by. We heard a train, but that's the part of, you know, that's part of why we, you know, recorded outside. You know, we want to yeah. hear hear the sounds of the city. This is the yeah. live jam right now. Yeah, here. this is this is what um the, it sounds like where we live and maybe we'll get some cool snow sound effects and yeah. you know, we're going to just I just thought it'd be neat to add that ambiance. You know, mm-hmm. we did it with the uh, campfire episode and people seemed to like that. Yeah. So, yeah. That would give it a try. And not because I was terrified. <laughs> well, I think people actually really liked that. <laughs> yeah, part. I think that was probably mostly people's favorite part of that episode. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, so, before we talk about 2019 and our show, do you guys have any special connections? <laughs> Thank you for that. Do you guys have any special... <laughs> oh, I <I'm> back. <laughs> Do you guys have any... Spe- <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have to wait for it to go by. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. 
We're on to the last part. Can you just hold it? <laughs> Seriously, hold, we're so close. Hold in that horn, please. Hold in that horn, please. So is there anything, before we talk about 2019 in our show, is there anything about Frosty the Snowman that you guys like or you care about? I, I've always had a slight connection to Frosty because I think that was the one that was shown at my house the most often. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, other than it just catching it on TV, we had a VHS copy of it. So we'd watch it even if we didn't, you know, even if it wasn't being shown on TV, we'd still have the chance to watch it every year. And so I remember that one a lot. And I don't know, I just like, I like how simple and cartoony it is. Um, and I really like the... Uh, the magician as a character, he's just oh yeah, he's just so funny. I I loved I loved his line where he uh, he was like abracadabra to coin a phrase. <laughs> it's like oh my god, <laughs> I came up with it. You know, I wouldn't say I watched the special a whole lot. We did watch it every once in a while, and I re- rewatched it last year, and um, I was blown away by the fact that like the child almost dies. They yeah. they go to the North Pole and she's just Freezes. like she's she not even freezing. wearing a jacket. Yeah. <clears throat> and I, that's that's kind of crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and then he has to carry her, but like he's freezing. Yeah. So and it's then like, is and then helping? he makes the it's so funny like the Olaf sacrificed in Frozen. It's like uh-huh. ah, it's yeah. totally been done before. Uh, yeah. Frosty the Snowman was like, no, no, we'll go inside. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. Some people are worth melting for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. Whatever Disney, back up. <laughs> but my mom was a really big fan of snowmen. She loved she, we she had a collection of hundreds of snowmen. Mm-hmm. Mostly because everyone bought her snowmen. It wasn't <laughs> like she didn't go out she and buy them. Yeah, set out to do that. It's one of those things where you say you like something once and then everybody <laughs> just buys it for you because yep. it's an easy gift. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I know you. <laughs> yeah. But she really did like them. She thought she was really, they were really cute. So, and she, so I have way more of a connection to the song mm. because she sang the song a lot. Yeah. She didn't just sing it at Christmas. She sang it all year round and yeah. you know because she just thought it was so sweet she loved the song and she would have been i mean it came out before she was born but i mean yeah it was probably still very popular because mm-hmm. at 1969 she was like 12 years old mm-hmm. so yeah so she it would have been like when, when that's when the special came out so like right yeah. the song was obviously you know popular enough at the yeah. time mm-hmm. <laughs> so so that's that's my connection to it. And I did you have one more? Uh not particularly. We watched it mostly on TV as well. So I I do there's certain parts that definitely stick with you like I said when he's carrying her when she's like freezing cold and uh the magician is very memorable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's such a he's such a jerk. <laughs> yeah. Like he really is. it's like he's like, he, his hat has literally brought life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it, it's cre- it is it's created life. <laughs> and then he's like, "No, no, no. I'm going to kill the snowman friend of yours because now I can make money off of that hat." Now yeah. that I, now that I know it's magic. Yeah, what a dick. <laughs> and then his poor rabbit. <laughs> oh yeah, that poor oh, little yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. But yeah, seriously though, how low can you go, really? <laughs> not much lower. <laughs> yeah, not, not much. Uh, so now that we've talked a little bit about Frosty, as we promised, mm-hmm. we're going to talk about our show. Yeah. 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 So the what? Best part. Yeah. Oh. What were your favorite episodes of 2019? 
Oh gosh, that's gonna be tough. Um, I don't know. I, I, <laughs> I mean, the thing is, I could pick a couple. Like, I loved the Godzilla episode just because I love Godzilla so much, yeah. right? <clears throat> but there, there are other great ones. Like our Disney scores episode was so much fun. I, our episode about cinematography was a lot of fun too. Yeah. It was so informative, specifically for me, <laughs> I don't, like because you guys knew more about it than I did. Being photographers, having that background at least, so I, I learned a lot being on that episode. And and you know, I could I could go down the list. I could go all the way back to our Christmas Carols episode because it was still fun too. Yeah, that was a fun one to do. Yeah. yeah, and we I learned a lot, I feel like, on that one. Didn't know how many. Like, I mean, I knew how there were a lot of Christmas carols, but, like, it's right. to see, to look up how many, actually, there were. But I, I really loved the cinematography. That was a lot, a lot of fun to, like, research, and I thought that was an interesting topic. And Doctor Who, of course. <laughs> Love Doctor Who. Yeah, that three-part three extravaganza. <laughs> yep, yep. And any with a drink, I mean, you know. So all of Yeah. I really liked doing the Disney scores episode. And I, when I was writing, thinking about it and I was writing it down, I liked it for a couple of reasons. One, it was the first time that we did a whole lot of research. Because we, we had done the two scores episodes, and those took a good amount of research. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember that. That was one of the ones, one of the scores ones. <laughs> it's one of the ones where I stayed up all night. Yeah. Uh, and I, yes. I stayed up all night, and then I fell asleep on the couch in the morning, and I slept <laughs> through oh my the goodness. day. Oh, my God. <laughs> and uh, I remember because I had said something that was was wrong, that wasn't true oh, about no. the scores. Oh. Yeah, and I woke up from my nap, and I <laughs> kicked Jacob off the computer because I, I said, you got it, you got it off the computer. And he was like, what? What is it? What? I said, I got something wrong. I need to fix it and re-upload right now. <laughs> it was um, so, but then for the Disney scores, it was way more fun. That was more fun research, but it was the first time I, I, I call it a masterpiece of research because <laughs> I, I spent a whole day doing it and I knew about Alan Menken and all of that stuff already, but I didn't know about Paul J. Smith and I didn't know about all the people that did the songs in the first few movies and stuff. And so we learned so much from that episode and it was really fun to talk about it because I think the biggest part was that I knew people wanted to hear it. Mm-hmm. So I was really excited to talk about it. Cause I was like, people are actually going to enjoy this episode. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it was one of our most I popular. It, I think it still is one of our most popular episodes. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's one of our most popular of all time. So I really liked that one. I really liked the Anne of Green Gables episode. Yeah, me yes, too. That, Love that one. Yeah. That one was beautiful. That one was just beautiful. I love that one. It was, yeah, it was so sweet. Uh, we watched the thing, the special together, mm-hmm. which was so important to me because I had watched it so many times growing up with my mom. And we planned, <laughs> we, I planned it so that it would come out on her, on her birthday. Mm-hmm. And so I knew that that was going to coincide with her birthday. So, And I really liked that. And I think out of all the episodes that I've done clips for, I think that was the best clip. That's I- what I was thinking. Yeah, it had such great clips because there's so many good moments and good lines <laughs> in that series that yeah. it just worked. Yeah, the clips I was so proud of. And I, I, when I was editing it, I had to yeah. – basically what I did was I had a full copy of the movie. And then I was just watching it as I was editing it <laughs> and cutting the clips out. And I was – bawling my eyes out I was crying 
it just makes me cry every time. And I was, oh, God, you know. Just, oh, I can't help but wish she'd stayed a little girl. So, oh, God. I'm like, <laughs> I was at the time. <laughs> You know, so the yeah. music swells and, you know, and then Matthew dies and just like all this stuff, you know. <laughs> We're reliving it all over yeah. again. Oh. oh, my gosh. I really also like the case around the campfire. Which... This is like a spiritual successor to that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I really liked it because I think we got some really f- positive feedback mm-hmm. for, yeah. for, for trying something oh, yeah. so different. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, and it sounded really good. The crackles it and the fire, awesome, yeah. And the 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 uh, sound system, the H six, this this beautiful piece of equipment we've got right now, does such a good job of picking up all that stuff. Yeah. And and not only that, but we still sound really good. Yeah, even with all this background <laughs> shit that you've been hearing this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> so Atmosphere. what were what were our most difficult episodes? Oh boy. Um. Veronica Mars was more difficult than we expected. Um, we tried to go into the foray of audio drama, and we found that it is not for us. It's enjoyable, but, like, really difficult Boy. to make. It's hard, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was tough. We, Marcy and I spent hours working on a script, and it was just, we could not figure out because it was like cool so in this part of the script we're sitting in the studio mm-hmm. and what else would we do <laughs> like, uh literally nothing else <laughs> how how do we give information without just blurting out information right yeah like we're, we, we we just know how to talk about things we don't we don't know it would have to have been a lot of like hey did you know that this is the thing and then <laughs> we got real old. Like, no, I didn't know that. Oh, Please explain. It's a mystery. <laughs> did you hear that bell? Yes, did you? Oh, yeah. Did you know that Kristen Bell stars? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Gee whiz, that reminds me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, we wouldn't have been able to. Uh, yeah, we ended up passing on that. <laughs> but oh. it, was, it was still fun, the little bit of a little bit of an act that we did at the beginning. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. That turned out well. Um, I do think another difficult one, it wasn't difficult for the same reason, but our five-part March Madness. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <sighs> Never again. <laughs> we we really learned our lesson. Yeah. Yeah. We discovered, we <laughs> at the end of it, we discovered who the best Disney princess was, and that's a yes. great thing. Yeah. Yep. But, boy, <laughs> did it get hard to talk about the same person? At what cost? <laughs> At what cost? <laughs> we, we got so, I got so tired of talking about the same thing week after week. And I, and it was a little disheartening too, because I kept thinking, who wants to listen to this? Yeah. <laughs> you know, listen to us, like say the same thing. And so, um, I'm, I think that it was a learning experience and that we, it was really good that we did it, yes. but I, I'm glad that we're probably never going to do something like that again. You know, I'm also glad that we did it because this is one of the topics that we had discussed back before, like when we did the half-assed podcast. Yes. You remember we actually had Jaron and Jacob in the room with us when we did it the mm-hmm. first time yes. around one microphone. Yes. Again. <laughs> so it would have been 
Just great sounding. Yeah. We practiced podcasting for years before actually <laughs> yes. doing it. It's true. <laughs> we we did full-fledged episodes that I just, I would listen to them and I was like, I'm not editing this. This is garbage. Yeah. <laughs> we, we need to figure out something better. And we did. Yeah. And here we are. <laughs> we have grown. We have grown. Yes. Yeah. Seriously. But... It was still fun to do, and we may do other bracket stuff. I, I don't think we should roll that out, but boy, five parts. Yeah, we'll whole, do more bracket stuff, but we probably won't do a, a huge one like that for a whole month. Nah, and maybe maybe every other year we'll do a bracket. <laughs> yeah, not, not too often, but I, you know, you don't want to rule out any kind of format. But yeah, absolutely. But yeah, yeah, that was that was pretty rough toward the end there. Yeah. So, what about your? What are our favorite moments? From from the year, some of my favorite moments actually, unfortunately, listeners, you're gonna have to go on Patreon to hear them <laughs> because some of the some of the moments where we just break oh, and laugh yeah. for too long, man, it's too much. I think there was have been a lot of fun. They're they're hilarious <laughs> and they're such great moments, but they, I mean, some of them have been, you know, some of them are still in the episodes because we love joking around all the time, mm-hmm. but some of those real big ones are like, this is too much. You have to cut some of this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, actually, I think one of the biggest ones was in the cinematography episode. It was raining. Do you remember? Yeah. I think it was yeah. that episode where yeah, it was yeah. raining so heavily outside that we could hear it, and it was picking up because Marcy's mic used to be pointed at a window, yeah. and you could hear the rain roll out. So we were like, "We have to wait. We have to wait." And we were recording for a good ten to fifteen minutes. <laughs> yeah, and we were waiting, and we just we we ran out. And we went out into the rain. Yeah, um, yeah, I do to see this. the rainbow, and we got wet, and we were laughing, and then we came inside, and I think I I still have it. It is straight up ten minutes <laughs> of us just laughing, like we. <laughs> That was so much fun. Yeah. We just, we just had a great time. That yeah. Was, oh. it, it was so awesome. It was so, it was just like, this has just been such a nice thing to do, you yeah. know? It, 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 another great laugh moment that I can remember is when we were doing Doctor Who. <laughs> and, and somebody was, we just kept making Who kept puns. Kept the, the Who jokes. <laughs> it went on for maybe five minutes at least. Oh my God. Just Who pun after Who pun after Who do pun. You, what do you think they call a doctor in Whoville? Oh. Oh. Everyone oh else? My <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my crap. We just... Because, <laughs> like, Cindy Lou Who, right? Yeah. If the doctor would be like, doc oh, who? there's the Doc Who. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, shit. Cracked it. Mayo, May Who. <clears throat> you know? Yeah, yeah. You're right. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. It's all coming together. Turns out Dr. Seuss and the BBC have been working together. Doctor? (laughs) Oh, my God. Guys. (laughs) The conspiracy's been cracked. Anyway, uh, there are also some really really special moments um, off, like when we weren't recording, I think, from this year. We went on a camping trip together. Yeah. That was really special. I think <laughs> we went, we went on an adventure in Athens, Ohio, to put some uh, put some of our stickers. That's everywhere. Right. We got some stickers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was really cool. Um, one of our friends from another podcast sent me her book for yeah. free. Yeah, Siobhan Clark sent me a copy of 
Children of Midgard, and I'm really excited to read that. That's really cool. Yeah, it's so. It was so nice. It was such a nice thing for her to do. She sent it all the way from Scotland, you know, and and she's a really cool person, and it's really nice that she she talks to us on Twitter and stuff. So hello, Siobhan. Yeah, and hey. she's she's been so supportive, and she you know she one time one time she even referred to us as her favorite trio. Oh, oh how nice. Yeah, so she's very, very, very sweet. And her podcast is the Myth, Legends, and Lore podcast, and it's very cool. It's yes. super neat, especially if you like, you know. Any of those things. Yeah, Myth, Legends, or Lore. Yeah, so a, a good, another good trio. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yes. Um, one other thing that I just remembered thinking about some of the favorite moments. Do you? We did an Oscars briefcase. Oh, yeah. And we sat together and watched the Oscars. <laughs> and I rarely have ever watched the Oscars. But I always find out who won Best Picture, who won Best Actor, that all that stuff. Yep. But I really enjoyed sitting down, even though there were some moments where all three of us were like... Uh, Can we but, just agree that to get rid of commercials? <laughs> yeah, like during the Oscars. That's what I'm saying, man. They should block. Like we should not be up until almost one a.m. Yeah. yeah, like people have to work on, on a Sunday night. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But that that was a lot of fun, even though, uh, even with all the commercials and being up yeah. super late, it was still a good time. Yeah, yeah, it was really neat. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So we wanted to mention some people that we enjoyed connecting with this year on Twitter and yeah. we just or or otherwise just want to thank them for you know talking to us yeah. and you know we were brand new a year ago. We had absolutely no idea what we were doing yep. and we every, made a lot of great friends. Yeah, every everything had zeros on it. <laughs> <laughs> there was a time. The number of listens, zero. <laughs> the number of Twitter followers, zero. The number of fucks, zero. zero. <laughs> That one's still at zero, baby. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> so I wanted to talk a little about uh, Bang Average Movie Podcast. Yeah, all three of us have been on their show now. Yeah, the only person who's asked me to be on their show. Yeah. And I am so, because I'm, I'm, I'm always practicing, I'm always pretending that someone's going to ask me to be on their show. <laughs> I'm like, ooh, what would I talk about? <laughs> what would I say? They, and they asked me to be on the show. Well, they asked all three of us, and I had, yeah. like, hopped on that train <laughs> as quickly as possible. And they had all three of us. It was so cool. Yeah, yeah. it was a lot of fun. And we all got to talk about things that we chose yeah that was neat yeah <laughs> so definitely go check out the bang average movie podcast available on all the places all too the, all the <laughs> and 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 they have really great episodes they talk about a lot of cool movies too so yeah. if you want to check out the episodes with us three in mm-hmm. them go for that but then continue to listen they're a great yeah. show yeah we also asked on Twitter what people's favorite episode was, and yeah. they were the only ones that responded. Oh, that's Thank, fine. Thanks, guys. <laughs> no, that's that sounded that sounded uh, disingenuous. I mean it. Thank you for responding. <laughs> yeah, they uh, cinematography. They said. Yeah, that's a great one. And the one. top ten non-Disney animated films. Ah, very good. Another one of the most difficult episodes that we've ever had to yeah, produce. Yeah, top tens are hard too because you just have yeah. to cover so much stuff. It's just so much information, yeah. and we did we did so much research. We did a, a regular amount of research for each, for movie, each movie, and it's ten movies. Yeah, maybe we should stick to top fives or something. Like <laughs> right, that. right. That was a unless, lot. Unless there's not as much research to go into whatever yeah. topic it is. I would say that was it was also the most rewarding. Yeah. yeah. Um episode because it, it did so well. Yeah. 
Um, I remember when it came out, I had no expectations for it. And we suddenly we started to get a lot of retweets. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? <laughs> oh. And it was yeah. a good topic. Yeah. And it was also an episode where we had the worst I think, yeah, I think it was the worst glitch, worst error we've ever had in the show's history. And it was a part in the episode where Marcy says, Crom, Croak, and Fairies. Oh, Do you remember? Yes. Marcy oh, says, yeah. Crom, Croak, and Fairies. And she says it, I think it is a minute and a half <laughs> of Marcy just saying that. And that, and, and that brings me to someone else I want to talk about uh, connecting with. Because that, that night, what happened was... Um, Andy from the '90s Court podcast. <laughs> it's so cold. I it, I didn't forget the name of the podcast. I'm just cold. Um, from Andy from the '90s Court podcast. He actually contacted me that night because he heard the glitch. Yeah, and so did I, yeah, actually. yeah, and he he sent me a message, and it was like a it was a really long message, and all it said was "Grum Grog and Fairies, Grum Grog and Fairies." <laughs> And I, I made me, I was crying. I was laughing so hard. <laughs> and uh, that's somebody who has been so supportive of our show. Honestly, very, very, very nice. Yes. You know, he recommended us to CastBox, and we got featured on CastBox. And because of that, we we have subscribers on CastBox now. Yes. I don't think we would have, yeah. you know. Yeah. CastBox is a is a fairly new platform, so yeah. it's hard to get noticed on, yeah. on new platforms. And and big ones like iTunes and stuff. So it's a really big help. We appreciate it. Yeah, and yeah, and Andy was really he's very nice and his show is really good and people should check it out. Yeah, it's such a good idea to debate 90s things. Yeah, it's so cool. Yeah. So also you want to mention M from Verbal Diorama? Yeah. 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 Gonna... We are going to do an episode with her. Ooh, 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 sneak peek. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can't wait. She's been, a, she's been a great friend of ours on Twitter. So. Yeah, she's really, honestly, very, very smart, very knowledgeable about movies. Our shows are very similar mm-hmm. in format, mm-hmm. and uh, yet I've I've always felt like, in that way, I always felt like we were kind of bosom buddies. Yeah, yeah. You know, Aww. she's she's very great. She's super knowledgeable. Uh, her show is called Verbal Diorama, so if people want to listen to it, that, mm-hmm. I re- highly has, recommend it. She has a British accent, so it's an automatic win. Oh, honestly, seriously. And I really liked her Charlie's Angels episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we also want to mention Brett Wilson. We actually had him on the last episode, yeah. so we don't have to yeah. say a whole lot about him. Yeah, because but... he's a loser. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm totally kidding. He's an amazing artist that you should go check out on on Instagram right now. Yeah. Brett Wilson Art. Seriously, I really, I can't stress enough to support artists, support, you know, artists like Brett. He's so nice. He's such a great person. And his art is incredible. It's amazing. Yeah, Yeah, we didn't know this guy before this year. And we saw his art (laughs) and we were like, dude. Yeah, Robin, you you simply stumbled upon a Pete and Pete drawing of his. Yeah. And you're like, wow, look at this. And then the rest is history. Yeah, no, he's, I mean, he's coming over for Thanksgiving next year. (laughs) (laughs) Unbeknownst to him. Yeah, he has no idea, but sure. I also want to mention Arjun from Deep Into History. Deep Into History is a really good history podcast. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. And that's someone we really like. And, oh, my gosh. Just there's so many people to mention. <laughs> um, I also wanted to talk about, just for a second, always the Critic Movie Podcast. Because they've always, they every time we ask for something on Twitter and kind of engagement, they're always there. And that's mm-hmm. always something, you know. Yeah. 
the, it may seem like nothing, you know, on the outside, but when somebody just does a simple retweet or a like, it just n- lets us know that people give a damn. Yeah. <laughs> and, it, and it really, it really helps us keep, keep trucking along. Yeah. It's very nice. Thank you so much, guys. And they also were very nice about our Disney scores episode. Yeah. It was the first time someone retweeted our episode and was like, I, this is incredible. I love this episode. Mm-hmm. And I remember it was it was really special mm-hmm. for us. So, and we just want to mention, you know, people who, you know, tag us and follow Fridays, Toys R Us podcast, the Resolved Mysteries, Bodice Tipplers, Ocho Duro, Parlay Hour, all, all great podcasts. Yeah. And we wish we had more time to talk about all of them, but gosh darn it, we just don't. Yeah, maybe (laughs) maybe one day we can do an episode on other podcasts just for funsies. Yeah, but it's a really great community. But it's freezing out here, so... It is, it is. So the last thing I really want to say is that, you know, a year ago we decided to make a podcast... We, we'd been working on it for years, but one year ago we just decided, you know, we're actually going to do it. This time for real. Yeah. yeah, we jumped in with both feet. We had some, we stumbled a little bit at the beginning. We, you know, had a hard time figuring out which host to pick. And, you know, we ran out of space on SoundCloud. And then, you know, <laughs> yep. and we figured it all out as we went. And I just want to say that it took us five years to really decide <laughs> to make a podcast. So yep. if there is anybody out there who wonders if they should make one, just do it. And if it doesn't stick around, if it's unsuccessful, who cares? You tried something and that's what matters. Yeah, and if you and if you're really passionate about it, you can stick through it like we have and you'll get someplace, you know? Yeah. And even if even if you are done with one that you've started, you can always start another podcast if you want a different topic or if you want to broaden your topic, anything like that. You can just that's all up to you. Right. There's a great community of us waiting for you. I mean, I was so worried about what people would think. I thought people would be angry at the mm-hmm. things that we would say, you know, I was really worried about that. Yeah. That's what I was worried about. That's why we didn't do it for five years. <laughs> and uh, I just now after starting and, and you know, the one thing happened that I didn't expect, right? Mm-hmm. It was it nothing, nothing happened. <laughs> nothing happened. Everything was fine. Everything was okay. When you get into this community of these indie podcasts who really care about their own show and they care about helping other people progress because they, they want the same thing, you know, it's, you know, it's uh, they they put into it what they want from it, and they they want to help everybody grow because if we can all grow together, it's just a a win win for everybody. So if you're hesitant about it, we're here. Yeah, and we'll yeah. Help. we're here. Oh yeah. And honestly, yeah, if you get questions about equipment or editing, we're also here. Yeah. We're not experts, but we'll do our best. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's a good place to start. Yeah. And, um, you know what? We're we're doing it. Yeah. Here's the one year with the Black Haste Diaries. Right. Yay. Thanks for listening. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Buddy, wave goodbye saying don't you cry. I'll be back on Christmas Day. Thank you.